My name is Matt Brown. If I play game one and two and I know I'm not helping my team out, what you think I'm going to do in game three? Don't take you seven games to realize that. I don't want to hear that, man. I'm not going with that. So what, what, I'm not, what should I'm he have said tonight? I like what he said, but if you, like, you can't say, it don't take seven games for you to know you are not playing right. Get right. He Get can't. Right. He can't. He, it's, it's, so that I, he's not getting double team. Get right. Be aggressive. That's all I want. Just be aggressive. I don't want to hear all that. Stop that. Cut it okay. out. The, Ad- the Atlanta Hawks knocking off the Philadelphia 76ers. One He's in my locker room. I ought to knock his ass out. To 96. <laughs> okay. You, you do what? I ain't laughing. What you mean, what? I'll He's in his face. locker room. He, you you do face. what? And let's start the show. You can play the Warriors in the first round. Man, Chuck, Chuck, I, I hate to cut you <laughs> off, man, but I've been in the West my whole career. West ain't never been easy. a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing everybody? It is Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021 and we are so happy to have you join us today. Before we get into the fun, before we break down some basketball, before we soak it all in, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube and to check out all exclusive content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And all the great things on our website includes every single episode to our podcasts, every episode, the links to every single one of our episodes, whether on video or audio. You can check out our merchandise store, thanks to our friends at Zazzle. You can also check out things like my blog, my resume. You can see everything regarding this show on our website. Again, that's ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. Also, you could check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So, yes, Tuesday, June 22nd. What a week and I have had and what a week I had prior to this. It's finally, got, it's finally good to calm down. <sighs> Take a deep breath and enjoy the next chapter of your life here so this past weekend my brother graduated high school huge congratulations once again to tommy brown and all his fellow graduates i'm very proud of you tommy you really are going to be a big man someday and you really make all of us proud grandma lola was in town over the weekend as well as aunt Lori and my cousin rachel to celebrate the graduation so we all hung out over the weekend We watched In the Heights, which was absolutely fantastic. The choreography, the acting, the chemistry between the cast. I mean, I understand some of the colorism criticisms, but besides that, that was really one spectacular musical. And I'm a big fan of Anthony Ramos now. He's going to be somebody big in Hollywood. And yeah, amazing music. It was shot so well, very well directed. And a nice, humbling, and great story that's relevant to the Latino community, uh, Latino, Latina, and Latinx community. And yeah, I really suggest you watch. It's on HBO Max until July 11th. Don't miss out on the chance to check it out or obviously go to our theater and see it. And then, uh, you know, 
We all hung out on Father's Day. Got my dad a bottle of his favorite whiskey for Father's Day. And uh, my grandma Fran came up to Norwalk. And we all, it was so nice to have my grandma on my mom's side, grandma on my father's side, and uh, having us all together for a special day. And you know, another thing that I've been picking up, mixology, bartending. Seriously, I have been working hard on being an expert on making mixed drinks. And I've had a lot of fun with it. I was able to cop a mini fridge to put everything together. I got the official bar tools and some glassware. Shouts to Amazon and Home Goods for making that possible. And the first four cocktails I made, I made an old fashioned, I made a whiskey sour, I made mojitos, and I've made pink ladies. And we're gonna continue to make some throughout the summer. Honestly, I heard from my boy, Eric Andre. That's one way he got through quarantine was making cocktails. And honestly, I wanted to follow in the same path. So we're going to keep that going. And, you know, go on my Instagram. At, no, not the not the show Instagram. But definitely go check out the show's Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. But also check me out at Matt Brown 300 and check out the mixed drinks I've been making. Yankees won over the weekend. Uh, they won two out of three against a very good Oakland A's team. Now we got to play Kansas City this week and then a huge series against Boston. So let's go Yankees there. And then what brings us all together most of all today is the National Basketball Association's playoffs. The NBA postseason has had quite a storyline from major players in the te- on each team getting injured. So Kawhi Leonard go out with an ACL injury, Kyrie out with an ankle injury, James Harden with the hamstring, uh, AD, LeBron, not 100%, Chris Paul with COVID. It's been something else. We've been watching some entertaining games, seeing new stars um, prove themselves, whether you're a Trey Young, whether you're Giannis proving something, or whether you watch like pure theater like Saturday night was with Game 7 of the Nets and the Bucks and KD giving it at all his all, it just shows what's going on and uh, how much fun the playoffs have been even with these new faces and new teams coming in deep in the playoffs. We're now at the Final Four, Conference Finals, the Bucks against the Hawks, which again may not exactly be glamorous on paper, but you do have some really well-coached and fun teams that, um, and fun players to watch that really haven't had the chance to go this deep in the playoffs. Then you have the Suns who have become such a, I won't say Cinderella story, but they really have turned a bright eye to a lot of people and so many people are fans of that team then the Clippers without their best player making a real push it's so much fun and if you're a true diehard basketball fan even without the glorious big markets not being this deep in the playoffs with the exception of LA and that's the Clippers but we know that LA's a Laker town but it's going to be a great couple weeks leading up to the finals and as we do our third show regarding the NBA playoffs, I bring back my crew to talk over what's been taking place with all the injuries, with the obituaries for the teams who did lose, and where do we expect to see these teams even making a farther push? Which teams are going to be playing in the finals after the 4th of July weekend on July 8th? Who is going to be 
the star-studded team that makes it once and for all. And as we go back into a world where we don't have to worry about COVID as much, who are the NBA teams that we are going to be enjoying as the summer progresses? So with that, Alex Ranelio is back. Dolo Ren is back. David Bach is back. And Bars the God is back. The five of us are breaking down what has been happening in the NBA with the conclusion of the conference semifinals and the start of the conference finals. Who is winning the East? Who is winning the West? And where is everything going to go? Alex, Dolo, Bars, and Bach. Time to come back. Let's do it once again. Let's get to it, my friends. Here we go. better because it's the Productive Conversation Podcast's NBA crew. So without further ado, we have four of the best returning to reflect on what's been going crazy in the NBA postseason. First, we have Alex Ranelio. Welcome back, Alex. My man, how are you? Happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. Fresh Faces, New Ideas host David Bach is here. What's up? I'm good. How are all you guys doing? Glad to be here. You know it. And then we have the host of the Word for Word podcast, Dolo Red and Bars the Guy. What's up, my buddies? Oh, glad to have you all with us as we reflect on the end of the conference semifinals and we reflect right into the Western and Eastern Conference finals. So, First things first to talk about as the NBA has been progressing in the finals as of uh, we're recording here on Tuesday, June 22nd, the Eastern Conference finals start tonight. Game one. We have game two of the Western Conference finals where the Suns are leading one note. Yeah, yeah. As we recorded today. But exactly. So we have lots of things to discuss. And who would have thought this final four would come together? as in Milwaukee, Atlanta, Phoenix, and Los Angeles. But before we get into the coverage of these series and the obituaries of the teams who are eliminated in the conference semifinals, there's one huge elephant in the room we should all discuss. The injury bug has killed some teams' momentum in the playoffs. It's been a huge factor in this year's playoffs. Whether you have Kawhi Leonard tearing an ACL, you have... Kyrie Irving with a high ankle sprain. You have CP3 going to COVID protocol and lots more. And obviously, you know, life happens. And, you know, we've had plenty of comments going on with the injuries. But I want to throw it out to you guys. How big is this injury problem? Do you think that obviously is the ultimate factor of why we have our final four teams? Do you think that, you know, this is just what happens in sports, obviously? Are we like LeBron saying, you know, these injuries are various reasons starting too soon or whatever? I'll throw it out there and whoever wants to start, start. But talk to me about the injury problem and how you're feeling about it and how is it affecting you perceiving and watching these uh, NBA playoffs right now? 
Well, show who's a real contender. Because look, this is the most wide open field we've had in years. Um, the last like half decade was basically Golden State just romped everybody, mm-hmm. and then this year was you know with LA. I let's be clear, the, the the Suns would not be in the Western Conference Finals if LA was healthy. They also wouldn't have played the Lakers either. Um, mm. They wouldn't have swept Denver if uh, if Jamal Murray hadn't been um, injured. Like it, they obviously has a huge impact. Now, obviously, some of them are you know things you can't control that happen like in the playoffs uh Kyrie going down was on you know Giannis's foot that probably could have happened irregardless but uh I yeah I, I think it hurt the west more than it did the east I don't really see the brackets changing all that much from the previous from like the regular season injuries in the east versus like the playoff injuries and I agree with Batch because um like he said the west really got hit by like injury more than really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron going down, AD is never really kind of healthy, so we kind of should have expected that. Um, that 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 was big to that whole to that whole like series right there in itself. Um, would we talk? Would we be talking about a Suns possible finals, conference finals right now? No, would it be? <laughs> we we be talking about uh, an LA LA conference finals. And we know how that would have turned out, especially with Kawhi. He's kind of always injured lately. Um, shaky three or shaky 13, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Like, I agree with Batch. Yeah, I, mean, I think – you good? I think uh, I think a lot of it just has to do with the condensed season. I mean, this is the shortest offseason in NBA history, I think, of all sports, of the major four. And I think that a lot of these guys, they weren't able to condition in the offseason the way they wanted to and the way they wanted to through the season because of um, a limited amount of practices uh, between games. So I think a lot of it has to do with those two factors. And they thought they were going to start later. Like the, the thought was maybe January. They thought they were going to have like another month or two to, yeah. to get ready. And that definitely threw guys, especially if you're guys in like, if you look at the two teams that went to the, the finals, they were the ones that really like the heat got fucked. They, they were so screwed for like yeah. the first half of the season. Jimmy Butler missed what half the season from either multiple COVID or other injuries. And then, you know, we saw what happened. LeBron's old. The dude has more miles. It, has he officially had played more minutes than anybody else in NBA history? Yeah. Or is he's like right on the cut? He's played no. like three ends of the He's behind Kareem and Carl, I thought. Nah, it's, 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 official. it's official as of late. I think that's in points. Oh, for real? That's in points. I think in, in, in minutes, yeah, no. I think he's played the most. No. Yeah, he's still behind them in points and stuff, but as far – and playoff games in general. Like, right. like no one's seeing LeBron. Like, yeah. Yeah. We kind of got to – we kind of got to give him that. Like, as much as people say, you know, he's not the GOAT, he may not be the GOAT, but he's the playoff GOAT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his longevity he's is Tom his own He's the Tom Brady of the NBA football, like playoff, NBA, like playoff. Sorry. And I can't confirm that LeBron is leading the all time minutes leader in the NBA. As of this month, he's had 50,054 minutes. The second most is Kobe, 48,000. God rest his soul. And um, yeah, good point there. You guys even think with, you know, so many people are saying right now that the Phoenix Suns, are you know the most can the most with the with the exception of Chris Paul being out, they feel that they are the most ready to win these finals. You still believe that um with the same with your crowders, your bookers, your Aitons, all of that, you still think even with a healthy Lakers team, they wouldn't be in the position they're in? What do you have to say, Bars? Oh, oh, you're talking about that. Um, I kinda I kind of thought the Lakers 
wasn't going to, you know, I kind of kind of hoped on them, but I didn't think they was going to go. Like I said, when I when I go back and I find it on Facebook, I will archive this shit. I will, I will screenshot it and I will send it to y'all. But I called it out. I called it out mad long ago. I said Atlanta, Atlanta Suns, and they clowned me. They laughed at me. They thought I was a madman. <laughs> they were like, like they and I literally just posted last night. I was like, it's looking like in Atlanta, you know. But listen, what do I think about it? I think that um, DeAndre Ayton would have had to work against AD. I feel. Jay Crowder can't stop LeBron James. And against players of LeBron's yeah. caliber, Jay Crowder has shown to come up short. Um, and it's not just like he, he's a journeyman. Jay Crowder's a journeyman, and it's proved on every team, except I want to say probably in Miami, because that was probably an aberration year for him. But that's why we did so good. I'm not even going to front, because without his three-point shooting, we were looking kind of soft this year. Um, but here's the thing, though. A journeyman's different from like, a guy who's going to contenders every year because PJ Tucker's in the same boat and they wouldn't be chasing after him if they didn't think he could tr- contribute, you know? Oh, listen, we're going to save the PJ Tucker story for the Bucks. I got a whole, <laughs> thank you, though. I got a whole spiel on that. Um, <laughs> but it just, it just, it, that's, the, that's just like, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, Devin Booker just did a triple double. Um, like I had to talk with my mans about it earlier and I think it goes like Will, 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 Devin, oh no, Will, Will, Kobe or Will, Kobe, Devin, Will, Will, like to be on that list period is something, is something crazy enough in itself. And I told my boy, I was like, yo, like, I don't think that a kawhi team can defeat a Devin Booker. So with a with a with a solid point guard, I like like we talked about earlier, the Suns would have took it to seven against the Lakers. So against this team, I see four two if not a sweep. All right, all right, cool, cool. Well, you Thoughts know, long winded. Like I said, we will definitely get into that once we hit the hit more on the Suns. But oh. why don't we just get right into the coverage right now with the injury bug after the injury bug. We have seen the teams who are able to make it through, you know, the, you know, who are able to make it through the um, uh, durability factor as also Alex Ranelio showed us a picture of PJ Tucker. He looks so good. <laughs> how, how can we look at that? Right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a hell of a picture. Yeah, that's a hell of a picture. We will you post that pic. Know. We will have this pic posted, yeah, of course, with Alex's picture. permission on the. Oh, yeah. Uh, Website, if that's okay with you. Absolutely, absolutely. I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we... he was he was playing. Uh, before we get back to the show, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He was at, he was playing Drew League in the off season. I was coming back from vacation, and I saw him in the airport. It was right after they lost um, when he was on Houston, and Chris Paul went down for Game Seven, and he I was like, <laughs> man, y'all get him next year. And he was going up the escalator. He's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's awesome. He was. Oh, we appreciate Yo. the camaraderie. And, yeah, check, and check out the pick up at Productive Conversations Podcast on oh, Instagram. Yeah. But yes, let's get into the fun. Let's talk about the big story already starting today. As we reflect on the teams who were eliminated in the conference finals, first, we have to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and who has become the budding joke 
of Twitter, of every single sports media outlet today. Ben Simmons yes. literally passing up the opportunity to yeah. be a hero. I even and that. now people are asking for his heads. We're seeing videos of him. We're seeing videos of jerseys being burned. We have Shaq saying yeah, he beat I saw a pass yeah, uh, in the locker room if he was there. And uh, yeah, you have Joel pretty much implying how much he fucked up in it without saying his name. It's really... He's really turned into a scapegoat for the Sixers as they collapse in First game ball. seven against the Hawks. And, you know, it's it's uh, they say trust the process and where it's led them. And I love it. I love seeing the Sixers fail miserably. So let's get in these yeah. thoughts. Ben, we could obviously talk about the elephant in the room with Simmons. Is Simmons gone? Is Simmons never going to get any respect again? Has he shown his true colors? Bars, I see you're very animated. Have some emotion here. Tell us your thoughts of what's going on. If I was the coach, if I was the GM, if I was the, the head of basketball operations, I would fire whoever drafted Ben Simmons. And then, like, Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. at this point, Markel Fultz is looking better. And <laughs> I know, I know. Cut Hold it out. Wait, wait. Cut First it. off, I do have I... something good to tell you. The guy who fought, who who drafted Ben Simmons was fired. <laughs> oh, it wow. was a couple right. of years ago, but Daryl right. Morey is no longer in charge of the Sixers. Yeah, he's oh, in charge Darryl of the Yeah, Daryl Morey's trust the process. Oh wow! <laughs> now he is. He wasn't at the time, though. Isn't Daryl Morey the same? I thought it was Sam. It was Sam Hinkie, wasn't it? It was Sam. Hinkie. No, you're right. It was Sam Hinkie. Daryl yeah. Morey oh, was. Oh, a... okay. But yeah, either way, Daryl trash too. Daryl Morey's trash too. It doesn't matter. And so I wouldn't. So it's not surprising that if he would, if he would have made that kind of choice. Like, but listen. First of all, Ben Simmons couldn't shoot a three to save his mother's life. So mm-hmm. we really couldn't. We need. We need to ask ourselves: What is this man really doing on the team outside of distributing the ball, being big? And we know how to stop being big. Throw something big on him. What was he really there for? Like, to look pretty. Like, you know, when we drop the guy, we got to keep him there. You know, Ben, like, Ben, I, I don't think has ever, like, led the league in anything. Ben has never come up on an MVP like conversation. Yo, send, 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 either send him to the D-League, send him to the pasture, mm. or put him on a different team. That's the way I see it. But Ben simply cost them several games, not one. It wasn't just it wasn't just the last game. It wasn't just game seven. Ben cost them game six. No, not game six. But he was a liability game six. So if uh, we're gonna hold him accountable, then we gotta hold Doc Rivers accountable. I'm sorry. We gotta oh, hold the whole yeah. team accountable. Which like I said, like I said before we recorded, Doc was like this. They won game six. Doc yeah, how culpable is Doc Rivers in all this? I think that's a I think that's I, an interesting. I, I feel Doc's like, yo, I got money, I'm good. Like you just sent me on now. <laughs> Doc, Doc, Doc ain't been trying to win a championship since he got his. Like I don't. Yeah, it's a, a good, third straight game good, seven. Third straight game seven situa- loss. Yeah, he's not a good situational game uh, in game coach. You know, it's like certain guys like this, like like Boy. Belichick can go into a half and come back with a get with a game plan for a second half, but he's just not good situationally with these teams, and that's why you see these epic collapses mid game where they could be up 20, uh, 15 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like last year they lost like a nineteen or sixteen twelve point lead okay, but like, with the Clippers. So to be to be to be fair to Doc. What are you supposed to do as a coach where I think it was game five? Yeah. Only two players scored. 
the entire second half. You call timeouts. Yeah, where did where was Tobias in all this? Tobias too? had a really bad game five, and then he played good the other games. But yeah. like, I mean, they won one game because of Shake Milton. And like, look, I'm not putting all the blame. I mean, Ben Simmons was bad, and I think the real issue with Ben is. He like he doesn't need to shoot threes, but he needs to have like some jump shot, like even a free throw <laughs> line thing, like a mid range jump. Like, you need to be a threat on the floor. That's what it a, is. You need to be at least be a threat. He's too scared to shoot. He made right, three like, field goals the whole seven games. They're like, oh snap! He gonna dunk past the ball and might pull up at the Mar Rosen mid ranger. Like no, like he don't got that. Like nothing. he's nothing. They're like, and oh, that's that's the thing. Like, like that doesn't even make. That's the most mind blowing thing about this. Like he is. Actually, a very really like his defense. Generally, what he can do, he can basically guard any position because of how big he is, and his passing is exceptional. But like the fact that he's at this point, you have to assume he's going out of his way to say fuck you to everyone on his team to just be like, I'm not even like not even attempting to learn. Yeah. Like JJ Redick and their shooting coach of Philly both said he's shooting with the wrong fucking hand. And he was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm just not going to shoot anymore. It's different than when like Trey got pissed at uh at John Collins. Is like, I'm not going to shoot at all. Like, <laughs> like he has gone three years now where they're like, hey, maybe you want to shoot a little bit. And he's just yep. like, no. So he needs to go to a system. He needs yep. to basically be the big man in a system surrounded by even, shooters. Even and I think the best, shots. The, the best place for him to be is Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. That was oh. a jump. That was a jump. But, yeah, but here's, the thing, here's the thing, though. You, you guys talk about no lack, like no lack of progress in three years. Like, don't you think Dwight Howard should have been the first person to pull him aside and say, "Hey, don't waste your best years just because you don't want to practice." If like, you're Ben no, Simmons, would you listen? Because, because think, let me tell you something. Think, let me tell you something. I think Dwight, Dwight Howard could have been the best percent. big man for the last 10, 12 years if he just yep. put any ounce of work into his game. Yeah, but if you're Ben Simmons, do you listen to Dwight Howard? You should as a cautionary tale, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give you that. I give you that. Thank you. I've been in the league my entire life, son. And I just got my ring last year. Like riding the bench, bro. Not riding the bench, but like coming off the vine. Like, I think if Danny Green said it'd be different than than Ben Simmons, than Dwight. I think Danny Green probably should have been the one to bring it up. But he, that's Danny, I don't think Danny Green got some rings though. And, and that's why it would have been more it would have come from more from Danny than it would have from Dwight. Danny Green got hardware. He could, he's he not could a like, vocal leader, though. Yo, Danny Green was a Ray Allen travel away from finals MVP. Danny mm-hmm. Green is the second coming of Matt Barnes. <laughs> no, he's the second coming of Robert Ory. Yeah. Oh. However you can stack those chips. rings up. He's yeah, Matt chips. Barnes has no rings. So yeah. one thing he can't all... He's got one. He's got one with Golden State. Matt Barnes got a ring. Wait, was he on that 06 team? No, Matt he was on the Golden State team that won it, though. Matt Barnes got a ring. Yeah, he does. That's why I say that because he's just like the suave dude. Like, I feel like Danny Green just feel like he's too cool to play no more. Like, dude, shoot the ball. To be fair, Danny Green does not learn. Listen, I'm a Spurs fan. Danny Green still dribbles the same way he does when he came into the league. The dude looks bold legged and he can't dribble. It's like the weirdest thing to watch. Like, him and Eric Gordon to me are like the weirdest people to watch dribble because, first off, Eric Gordon looks like a box. And then he always looks like he's out of control. And Danny Green's bow legged, and I don't understand if he doesn't know how to dribble. <laughs> However, you get those things. <laughs> yeah, he is like to to the to the every like you know facet. Some people can't dribble. You know what I'm saying? That's Danny Green. Mm-hmm. But, but here's, here's the thing. Bring, let's let's bring it back to Ben. Ben Simmons. Let's bring Ben Simmons to Oklahoma City is the is the trade. 
Yes. Hold on, no. I got a wild take up Rick Lopez later. But here, but um, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Sixers as as general manager. I think Elton Brand's still the general manager, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't shop him until you at least maximize his improvement in the offseason with shooting, because right now he's at an all time low in terms of market value. So you can't move him. Yeah. Who really would want him? Remember, right. he's scoring only the three only field move, goals. The only move potentially that I see even in the books is is CJ McCollum because he'll be on the market. But that's just telling Dame that we're not ready to win anymore. I disagree on that, but I think there's a different trade that might be better. I'm sending sending Ben Simmons to Sacramento for Buddy Heald and Darion Darion Fox. They wouldn't do that. They're not going to trade you Fox. My boy, Buddy. buddy. He's a a top 10 guy under 25. There's no way. They're not going to give you Darion Fox. I didn't even think of – no, I'll tell you. It's Oklahoma City for Kemba and Pitt. Darion Fox is a reach. I know, I know. Because he cooks. I'll take Harrison Barnes if he's still over there, too. But I'm not taking my <laughs> Yeah, for real. Oh hell yeah. I'll definitely take Harrison Barnes because he's a he's a low value, high like high output guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't need like, the ball to make an impact. Exactly. And he like he can hit you your threes, he can hit you your game winners, you can um trust him to run the first unit, the second unit. You can trust him to play defense. Um not How to this Harrison Barnes. He's like what, twenty six? Yeah, I mean he's been he's been around for a long time. Like, look, I'm telling you, it's it's the uh, the sneaky one is Oklahoma City for Kemba, and then they you do some you figure out the draft stuff. Yeah, you do some you do some draft jujitsu and get it popping. Yo, I see. Yo, <laughs> listen, listen, Derrick Rose to the Lakers. Listen, we gotta have a draft talk. We have to have a draft cast. Like that's why I want to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Once will, will. I promise, after the. Uh, Playoff coverage, we will be doing draft coverage as well. Because think about on draft night, make everybody making some wild moves, right? What about somebody trading Derrick Rose over to the Lakers? I'm just saying, for like a couple other pieces and a couple of pieces, like I don't know, draft night can be wild. And on draft night, they can toss up Kimba. I tell you, you're not going to get, look, you have to, you either have to do buy low on somebody or you're taking back a shitty contract. You're taking back like, Porzingis or Kevin Love's contract, or you buy low on Ben. Look, Ben Simmons is 24 years old. Oklahoma City has the timeline to take him. He's on he's on under contract for like three more years or something. He can you can put him next to to um, to Shea, and it depends on where they get this pick. Because if they get number one, yo, um, because the, and then they get four from whatever happens with Houston. If you have to trade four and and Walker and whatever else makes the salaries work, you you should do that. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way they draft all for it. They, there's no way they take off. I see them trading some picks away to get somebody big to bolster their front court. Ben, look, if you have Simmons and you have Cade and you have Shea and you have uh, Poku I would, and you have, I would, Mark, I, would, I don't even know who their center is. At this I would point. get rid of. Poku. I would get rid of Kimba. I would get rid of Kimba for Ben. You have to because that's. I the would only get way rid of Kimba for Ben and, and then maybe Dort. I, would, I don't know I how would, the salaries work. I would, I would trust, I would trust Shea and whoever, yeah, and Dort. I would trust Shea. Uh, do they, who's their point guard right now? Kemba. Oh shit! So I would, I would pick up somebody young, or somebody like. Well, I mean, look. Uh, obviously, this depends on where they get. I don't if know. They yeah, get the make Houston pick. Yo, if they get, get the Houston, like a, if they we, gotta, we gotta get back on track. <laughs> look, they have yeah, to make yeah, a move. Sorry, that's a hell of a look, show. The, the thing about this is the real issue for Atlanta, and this is the same issue Utah has. 
you're not going to get a better shot than this. There for um for the Sixers and for Utah, you're not going to get a better shot than this. You've seen it as wide open as possible, and especially for Philly, they were down. Atlanta was down there. What like second, third best player, depending on where you rate, rate Hunter, and then um you oh, know you wherever hurt. you rate Cam Reddish. Like Atlanta's only going to get better. Utah, the teams that are coming after you are only going to get better. Maybe the Pelicans are good next year. Yeah, the Timberwolves are good next year. In the West, in the East, you have to assume that oh, that uh that James Harden's not going to be fat and out of shape next year. Um, so you have to assume oh, that Brooklyn. James Harden is done. James Harden is done. He's James playing Hart- in the Olympics, I think. Mark yeah. my words. Mark my words. James Harden is done. James Harden. He is playing in the Nick. Harden has always had year. colorful words about James Harden. If he did not win this year, he's done. I'm tired. No, they can win. They very easily win next year. If they were healthy, they would have won that series at four. Definitely, I would have to hey, agree with that. Of, we're talking about a team full of dudes who literally, all right, KD, who literally came back from the worst injury ever. Like Kyrie. Wait, 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 wait. We'll save two. that. I don't mean to cut you off, but we'll just save that Nets coverage right in a couple of minutes after this. But I definitely keep that passion going. And as we say, Sixers need a reboot. Obviously, Ben Simmons is gone, and we'll see how the draft lottery plant pans out and see if they will still compete even with getting a uh, rid of Ben Simmons. So with that, though, you can talk about the Jazz and how this somehow Cinderella team of the uh, Utah Jazz are able to... Uh, uh, sorry. We could talk about how the Suns got rid of these guys, but how do we feel about the Jazz losing in six? Who wants to start with this one? Told you they couldn't stop Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Number one seed going nowhere. Do we see them? Do they need a real revamp? Do they just need to try again next year with what they have? What do the Jazz have to do coming into 2021 to 2022? Real quick, real quick, my special announcement is that I am no longer a Miami Miami Heat fan. I am <laughs> a Utah Jazz fan. Let's go. Donovan Mitchell. Yo, well, congratulations. Day, representing <laughs> Greenwich Country Day. Let's go. Donovan Mitchell. Um, addicted to taking oh, hot elves. <laughs> my family was hurt. My family was hurt. Um, they bullied Derek Favors. Um. Yep. Rudy Gobert is literally a liability. Um. Mm-hmm. Postseason. Um. Well, you know when it, it matters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. But look, That's what were we? What were we saying all year? Like Rudy these Gobert. these guys are overachievers in the regular season. Like I'm not saying I can't buy into Donovan Mitchell moving forward, but I can't buy into them being a championship team. At a certain point, we just need to reset our expectations, right? You need I, a, they, I, I, I will say I will say that they don't need to to get blown up, but put a little C four on the walls. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Okay, and new walls. You know what would be funny if they ended up with Ben Simmons? That would be a funny. <laughs> Yo, no. listen, I don't know what, what oh, sure. Bogdanovich is not going to come off the bench. Do you think he would? Well, if, well, if you're. Look, the 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 pieces so that they have off the bench. You have to decide. Like you have to figure out what's movable. So they have to decide if they're going to resign Conley to whatever they're going to sign him to. I think he's probably going to get around thirty a year because of how long he's been in the league. Or you're going to try to flip 
Gobert. So who are you going to flip him to? Like who's who's going to want him? Andrew, who are you going to pick up? Who are you going to pick up for the? Well, the, the, the thing is, you have to figure out what you're going to move. Because the issue is they don't have a wing stopper, which is what I said last pod. And you guys are like, no, Royce O'Neal could stop Kawhi, and then Kawhi ate him. And then Paul George <laughs> ate him. And then Terrence Mann ate him. Um, Terrence like, Mann. Uh, I mean, Man. look, they fucked up in the draft, too, because they took Azubuke instead of um, Bain. They took Azubuke instead of uh, Jaden McDaniels instead of um, – what's oh, yeah. the other one? Uh, Xavier Tillman. You need a two-way wing. And who, like, which two-way wing, the reason there's not a lot of them is, like, they're the most important player in the in the league is a two-way wing. And they so spend where, the most energy on both ends. Yeah. So who, like, who are you going to get? Like, look, Don, there's a chance Donovan Mitchell gets better. The dude is already really good. Uh, Yo, whoever got, got Halliburton would, like, really came up. The, but the, the answer, answer your question about the, the Conley contract, they're not going to re-sign him because he's got the same problem as, as Kyle Lowry. He's an aging, undersized point guard, and he's had injury history. It's just not going to happen. But he's oh, I think Kyle Lowry's in the back. Stuff. <laughs> oh, listen, listen, listen. They're listen. trying to get off his contract ASAP. I would take I would take Kyle Lowry right now over Mike Connolly. Uh, yeah. Even at 35 years old? Fuck yeah. What are you talking about? Because like, you know he's going to be he's, he's going to be dogging. He's going to be yeah. he's going to be a dog and he can take the yeah, game. He'll make immediate impact. He's a pit bull, but he's completely irrelevant if Kawhi's not there. So I'm sorry. Oh, uh, well, he's got Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. One question yeah, I have you know, regarding you still need this. the wing, though. Kyle Lowry doesn't solve their problem. Their problem is yeah, exactly. And the Definitely. and I, so, who's the so best who wing available? Is it Otto Porter? Is Otto hell Porter no. the best? <laughs> oh, no. Like who is the he other wing available? Otto Porter? Oh hell no! Like what other wing is available that you could okay, consider right, being okay, a two way okay, wing? Okay, okay, Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons can't shoot threes. So who's going to teach Ben Simmons how to three, shoot threes? JJ Redick can't do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no, the three three point shooting. It's not the defense on the on on the three that I actually think that they have a problem that needs to replace. I just think that this is who they are. They're a second-round exit. They're a great regular season team. And they even if Donovan Mitchell – here's the thing. Even if Donovan Mitchell takes the next step and he becomes, like, even more and more and more the guy, they're still going to be this kind of team, you know? It's you have to, to be able to go small. Champion. Now, I have one I question regarding this break series. The gap. Break the gap. One major question is this series ending in six, was it a result of – the Utah Jazz choking or are the Clippers, are we underestimating the Clippers with PG-13 who somehow is turned into his old Indiana PG-13 before his major injury? He's really put this, he's really stepped up with his team or do we Aberration. think or do with well, I mean, um, he didn't score in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was Terrence Mann and, and Reggie Jackson who suddenly has decided I'm going to be really good now. Oh, yeah. Like, apparently, like, apparently I think Reggie the other Jackson problem is, is if you go bear, you should be able to post up Luke Kennard. That's a fact. What? Like, like the other, like, if you're going to be a big who's defensive, you have to have some, like, you have to be able to hurt the other team on the other side to make them go big, or you have to be able to be a fantastic defender. And Rudy Gobert is a good defender. But he can't hurt them on the other side to the point where going small is is going to um, hurt your team. That's what it comes down to. He has to learn. Like, like the dude is nine and a half bajillion feet tall, and he can dunk without fucking jumping. Like, he should be able to hit a goddamn jump hook over a guy who's a foot shorter than him. Um, Or, like, even – like, I think he's a a decent shooter, just like popular. You got to be able – that's that's what it's going to be. I don't think they're going to make any moves. They're – I don't because they they don't like their issue is they don't have a wing who can help create and play defense and they're and they have no way to go small. 
I know who I would take. Who's that? DeAndre Hunter. But yeah, but Atlanta's not training DeAndre Hunter. <laughs> they won't you have to up. be real. You have to be realistic about it. Like, who do you really like? I don't know where they're picking the draft is going to be, but um, I, and I'm not like that deep into this draft. Maybe they get lucky, but you have to you have to realize like where this team is going to go is they need a they need to have a, a an option for when they go small because at this point there's certain teams where the like regular season is irrelevant. The <laughs> uh, Brooklyn, the Lakers, like if you're considered a title contender, the regular season unless you're like put together on the fly is irrelevant for you. It's trying to figure out what works. So for a team like Utah that has hit the same wall for like three years in a row, they have to realize that they need to be able to go small or do or change how um, Rudy Gobert plays. Like we give Ben Simmons a lot of shit for having not gotten any better, but Rudy Gobert is really good on defense, but his offense is stagnated as well. Yeah, like he's, he's, trash. he's not like an abject liability in the same way, but it's, it, it's the same thing. He's garbage on offense. Yeah, really is. And uh, like talking about like garbage, rebounds. we have 19 rebounds and 10 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, trade for seven one. Seven seven one. Definitely. They need some help now. Reflecting on another team that ended in a trash fashion. I won't call them trash, even though they got swept. But the Denver Nuggets, no Jamal Murray, of course, they get to play the Suns. And there was no contention. Made that guy a viral star, Suns in four, whatever. Now, obviously, the team's going to be much better. They're going to get their big star back in the fall. But do we have anything to note with these nuggets? And, uh, um, you know, as long as Jokic isn't fighting players like he did the end or doing hard fouls, do we see them advancing with the return of Jamal Murray? Yeah, back. I mean, look, yeah, they, sure. they were just too short. I think Paul, I think Porter was hurt as well. They, they said he was having some back issues. And look, mm-hmm. Porter is basically played like a year and a half of like truly real basketball from between like the bubble and this year. So he's still super young and he's going to get a whole year of being the number two option. And at some point he's going to learn how to play defense. Um, and then you'll have a full year of Aaron Gordon. Maybe Aaron Gordon will get better at some point. But like, look, it's really injuries. Like they they just didn't have their whole starting backcourt was taken out. I yeah. mean I mean when you're starting uh, Campisi who is fan I, is like a great like bench guy but he's the same size I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in for some. I mean Austin Rivers wouldn't even be on that team if if they don't have those injuries. It's it's an injury thing. Yeah, it definitely is an injury thing. I think they have great uh, team chemistry. I think they're really built foundationally strong. I just think they run it back. They come back healthy next year. I feel that um, they're that team that uh, Alex was talking about, the, the second round exit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? With the I don't think that at all. Why? They Why? were just in the Western Conference Finals last year. Now, yeah, bring it back with Jamal Murray, man. And now they're in the second one. Like, yeah, with their whole like team hurt. Court. Yeah, okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Do you think they're going to do it again? All right, who'd they play last year? In they the, played the Utah, and then they beat the Clippers. Then they lost the Lakers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens if they come across, like, I don't know, Lakers in round one? Scary. Let's just say that. I don't know. Just random shit. <laughs> It doesn't matter where they play in the first round. I think they're built strong enough that they can they can compete every year from here on. And they're also super young. Jokic is like 26. Michael Porter yeah. Jr. is what, 22? Jamal mm-hmm. Murray's around 25. They're all so young. And basically, other than Porter, they're all locked up. Aaron Jokic is healthy. 25. 
I see. Yeah, two, I was gonna I say if Jokic is healthy, I see two injury liabilities, and Jokic like has a problem with sustaining his health. Like as far he as just like, torched the league, physicality. but yeah, he just torched the league. But like towards the end of it, like he just turned the fuck up. Like before that, it was like where where the hell was he at? And then all of a sudden, he just kind of boomed. So yeah, like yeah, like I feel it, I get it. But like it was an aberration. I feel. Let's see him do it again next year. I don't think so. Let's I, think see. I think they're for real. I think they're for real. I think it's too easy. To, it's too easy a cop out to compare them to Utah. Yeah, it's they're not. They'll they're like legit. They're gonna be a team where they're gonna be fighting with like for, like the Dallas Mavericks and you know if whatever happens with Zion, whether he leaves. Don't bring up um, the Mavericks. Don't bring up the Mavericks until they. they're, no, they're still they're the teams built for the future. Do if if you've got Luke, the Lucas or the Jokic, that's like who's gonna be fighting. They're gonna be fighting each other for MVPs. Lucas not going. Uh, Wilson, Luka definitely. Luka, I could definitely see fighting for MVPs. Jokic, Jokic just won it. Jokic is going to have a bag year next year. Let's let's count it on that. If I, yo, listen. If, yo, listen. I'll give you 50 cash if Jokic is in the fucking MVP, in the top five MVP next year. Like, I, <laughs> 50K? He'll be, he'll be in top five. I'll put up the 100. Go on camera. You, that's recorded. 100K? 100K? 100 cash, bro. 100 <laughs> cash, bro. He'll be on the street by next March. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Dolo, what are what are your thoughts on how the Nuggets are um, moving forward from here? I mean, I for me, I really feel like I think we've seen you know the impact that Jamal Murray makes you know ever since he became you know the player that he's become. I won't take this as my take. I won't take credit for it, but I was um, I did hear somebody on YouTube. Their take was um, to get Malcolm Brogdon. Um, tried to try to make some moves to get Malcolm Brogdon on the team. Um, he adds a little bit of defense and could probably play pretty well with Jokic. Um, I won't, like I said, I'm not going to take the credit for that take, but that sounds pretty decent to me. That sounds pretty good. Um, Malcolm Brogdon yeah. was a good pickup for any team. Oh, he yeah. left because of money. So, yeah, uh, you, when in Troy, when in doubt, you always pick Eric Bledsoe over. <laughs> At a certain point, I mean, we talked. I mean, I know me and Bars talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I think they're really missing with Aaron Gordon being in there and, and flopping like a fish. I think they really miss Jeremy Grant more than they want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was solid that, last playoff. But, run. but but that's why I feel like they're not going to, like, you know, do as good. Like, they're like, you know, it, it's just. But if that's their only problem, then what's the problem? Well, if I mean, you look, you know, they have some guys that are prone for injury. Michael Porter Jr., who didn't play his whole first season, yeah, but correct because of injury. And then, but if if, if they Jamal went if Murray, they went deep in the playoffs no. last year, and that's because of the condensed season, can we chalk up the injuries to that? Like, yeah, that's why Murray got hurt. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They also they also only went to the conference final in the bubble. So can we count with that too? Yeah, but we saw them get. We better. can't keep discrediting that because then we can because then we can I say bet. that then we can say that Miami was faulty too. Oh, so, oh I bet. No, I just wanted to see what, what <laughs> we because yeah. everyone gives Miami well, it's the different. Like you can compare it to how a team I changed the Miami. year after. Like Miami didn't like the you because look, you can clearly see that when a team loses, even like how many teams survive losing their starting backcourt? Okay. None of them. None. Of them. Okay, so then we're just gonna come back to the whole topic. That 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 Matt led with right, and we're gonna use the word that I've used the entire time, attrition. Well, yeah, that was what this this whole look this whole like year and a half has been a weird year. <laughs> I just want to add it's, that bars have been u- using that word for like a month now. Like, I mean, it's a decent word. I, I like that you know that is you know it's a decent it, word to it. add to the vocabulary. It's like spark plug. 
Yeah, right. Like yeah, matriculate. Yeah, right. Like you just keep matriculating. Just like, <laughs> like you know, I dig it. I dig There's it. Man. Spark plug. I dig, dig it. Dig it indeed. Listen, guys, I want you to put your passion out for this next topic. Bars, you smoking nuggets pack, aren't you? <laughs> That's that nuggets pack. I know. Oh, you smoking the veil? Okay, okay. You getting nasty? Right, yes. Yeah. Damn candy pens. <laughs> hey, it's great. Can't exactly. Do the pens no more, man. I can't. Now let's let that passion out there. And let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. First things first, to let it all to think, we have to talk about Game 7 on Saturday night. If you're not a Nets fan, that was a classic. True classic. So many on the line. KD's foot on the line to tie the game. No, it really was a good game. Then you that, was, have that was the best game I've seen in the playoffs. Then you have overtime where... Only eight points are scored between the two teams, and six of them are from the Bucks. Travis only scored two. And wait, wait, I got a really good take. Before Brook Lopez blocked that shot on KD, he was trying mm-hmm. to throw the game. You, you think who tried to throw the game? Brook Lopez. Yeah. Brook Lopez. Why he was trying is that? to get his batter hung. He was trying to get his jersey go. Look, you cannot tell me coming out of a timeout that you catch the ball and panic in the corner. That's some, like, J.R. Smith, <laughs> like, literally with, like, somebody yeah. was doing this. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is no. not J.R. catching a rebound, not understanding what the score is. This is after a timeout, knowing there's 2.1 seconds on the clock, he caught it in the corner, and he just held it. And then he comes crashing in for, for a, re- a layup. Giannis hits him, and he f- fumbles it. I'm telling you, before he blocked that shot, he was throwing that game. Yo. Yo, oh, yo, man. yo, oh, yo, 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 no fouls were called the entire overtime. Oh, yeah. He got hacked. <laughs> oh, a lot of people had a problem with how it was officiated, too. It was officiated mm-hmm. like trash, bro. KB at some point started taking logo threes. I was like, wait, he does this now? Like, KB, it wasn't even hot. He was like, warm going in to the. <laughs> hit, miss, no, not him not hitting that three point. Ruined his whole confidence going into overtime. So he was like probably like 10th, like 0 for 10. Like I'm exaggerating, probably hyperbole, but he was definitely 0 for 5. I mean, bro. speaking, speaking not hot, like, uh, like, I mean, that, that man Drew Holiday at one point was like, like two for 17. Yeah, he was not. Uh, happy. Yeah. Yo, they, they gave defensively too. Man. And he did hold uh, KD down. That team. I mean, yeah. he, look. Look, the only yeah, reason this series, win. the only reason this series is close after um, Kyrie goes down is because, but Budenholzer is the coach. <laughs> that that's that's a fact. Do you think it, his job is saved after winning this game? I, yeah, seven? according to reporting today that I saw, because of it, they're considered keeping him. But if I oh. look, oh, the yeah. yeah, considered keeping him. I wouldn't keep Nigga. I wouldn't keep him either. I would throw whatever money Rick Carlson wants to go get Rick Carlson. Like, I'm like, oh. yo. I'm like, I'm like, yo, my guy, bounce because because you've been you've been doing this Giannis thing for too long, and it just hasn't been working for you. And I, I noticed that you can't secure any like the people that you wanted to get. So like, yo, Bogdanovich would have been a great pickup for them niggas. I'll take Drew Holiday, but I would have took Drew Holiday and Bogdanovich. Well, they couldn't have done both because they, they had the pieces. Well, actually, they might have because he was a sign in trade. So I don't know how that would have worked. Because I, I, I don't remember what the details of the McDonovich thing were. That might have just been money. Um, but look, no, the 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 thing really came down to health. Like it clearly, 
the first off, I don't know how many of you do this. I forgot how much I hate watching James Harden play. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Like, it, I think it was exaggerated because the the dude can't move. But I, I, that man spent so much time on the floor. Like I play with a guy who jumps forward and calls like bullshit fouls. But he, that that's like not even like that's James Harden. So it was unbelievable. Watching. Yeah, but Harden look, had fifty two minutes in the whole someone, game. The fact that I would say Harden's injury was bullshit. My my fault to interrupt you. Lazy, the, lazy, too fat, lazy. I, I can I can make it even more simple for you guys. When Chris Middleton went over twenty two points, they're four and zero. That's it. <laughs> That's that twenty two points. It. Mm-hmm. Look, look, they got four and zero when he goes for twenty two or more. He's got a good point. When because think about no, in all, in all seriousness, if if you think about Giannis and KD basically cancel each other out, who's the next guy? Chris it's Chris, and he's the reason why they won Game Six as well. Yeah. I mean, it was injuries. Look, injuries are why this, the Nets didn't win. Um, and it's more the injuries, and they wore down KD because after Kyrie went down, they just threw everything they had at KD. And Kyrie's then, always going down. Kyrie's always going down. So but that one was that one was a freak. Let's yeah. Let's stop. Let's stop counting. No. All right, but like if let's you think stop. about it, look, Kyrie's KD's hit the most clutch shot in the last what decade or last oh. five years in the, in the playoffs. It, oh, Kyrie. Yeah. It's either him hitting that shot or the Ray Allen three that I can think of is the most clutch uh, shot in the last couple of years. That only it, it, that only buys you so much time though, because right. I mean, the same thing about like, because think about it this way we we said the same thing about I know this is apples to oranges but we said the same thing about Danny Ainge with that Brooklyn trade and it only bought him so many picks so yeah but, uh, but like look it's not like anyone's not going to make the Kyrie trade that the you know he got that team was had a lot of problems and this year it was look it was a freak accident he landed on Giannis's foot <laughs> James Harden um be, look if Kyrie doesn't go down James Harden doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. Which, is, it, which is which is suspect. Yeah, it, point, and yeah. it is that's that's what it was. They look they, they know what their in, their issues are. The issues are Joe Harris is historically a bad performer in the in the playoffs. Missed that bri- missed that huge three brick did that yeah. would have oh. gave him a five point lead in the playoffs. Let me sum it up. In the overtime. Let me sum it up. Brooklyn's <laughs> trash. <laughs> nah, man. You're just gonna be mad when they go like sixteen and three next year. <laughs> the, the thing, the thing, though, I don't know about the whole that, year, that. the whole year, people that were studying and watching the on, watching the game, like us, we were saying that they had serious liabilities. Like they had, they couldn't play defense, and and if they weren't outscoring people, they weren't beating people. So that's exactly what happened in this series. As soon as Drew Holiday started attacking the basket, they were getting the rim at will. They couldn't. I stop. said this. I no, said this a good the point. They're not taking games yeah, but like they, they're like twenty points. Yeah, you but their know. offense, so, it, it wasn't at full – like, even at full strength, it would it would have made a difference. Like, with the way Blake was playing. And and the Bucks were – you know, Giannis will take it way too many threes, man. That shit – I can't believe they won with him taking all those threes. Mm-hmm. Um, that is – that is like – that's a coaching thing. You got to be like – you got to be um, talking to way more about that. And then – and then look, like, Brooklyn is it, – it's injuries. That's, that's all – like – that's that's what it came down to. It was if they weren't hurt, they we wouldn't even be having this discussion. They would have swept them. I don't think so. I, think I don't think so. I seven either way. I don't. I agree with you, David. That's a fact. No, they blew out that? the first two games when they were healthy, and then they squeaked by what? Game Three, where with Brooklyn blew out Milwaukee. Yeah, the first two they, games they when, held when, they held serve at home, but Milwaukee did the same thing. Exactly. So yeah, the, the, okay, the game four was when Kyrie got hurt, and game three was like the ugliest game okay. of the series. And the so regular season, Milwaukee spanked them. Okay. So. Yeah, and Chris Middleton 
Chris Middleton does have a history of stepping it up when it needs when it needs to be done. Yeah, okay. Brooklyn has a lot of things. They have Teams the, the Dinwiddie signing trade of doing enough for, to beat him for Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got uh, they got they got to figure out what to do with Joe Harris, and they need a big man. So I mean, they got to people, but as long as you have Katie, Kyrie, and Harden, your ceiling is at least the the second round, if not the the, the West the Eastern Conference Finals, just on the fact that you have the three of them. And if they're I, healthy, I, it's, I disagree. I think I saw Joe Harris's uh, jersey get burnt too. <laughs> He's been bad in the playoffs. Yeah, he, looks like, he looks like your high school chemistry teacher. I'm tired of bro. Oh my god, yo, tired of these niggas, bro. Yo, let me let me ask one question with this in this subject. All right, we all know about KD's big shot. We all know about him putting the team on his back, and then that cringy air ball, which would also been just tied the game. That would have been a two. That was pretty but bad. Despite that, I think media really has given KD a pass, saying about him running gas running out of gas and stuff, even though some say that if this was LeBron, they would just blame this LeBron. If you were good enough, LeBron, you stink, whatever. Yeah. Do we, do we care about like Katie's legacy? Are we giving him a pass for as far as he went? Or are we we just going to say, Hey man, if you, the, if you were one of the greats, you would have somehow pulled through obviously KD's top 15 all time, but you know, losing this game, he might've winning this game could have been top, top five, arguably. How do we feel about KD's legacy long term after this game? What do you say, Bob? I don't think it has any impact. Although I do have a question, and I don't know who has this would be something I would have to look up at second spectrum. What the fuck is Bruce Brown's uh, percentage for floaters? Because every time I saw him take one, he made it. Like it's not yeah. me. <laughs> Bruce Brown is a monster for some strange reason out of nowhere. He scored 77 field goal percentage in game seven. 77. Well, yeah, like he, first off, look, KD played every minute of game six. He played every minute, basically, of, I think, Game 7 as well. In Pretty the much. Time. Um, the dude gave, like, every, look, games, uh, what was it, Game 6, he put up, he had, with the game, he had 49. So that the game he triple-doubled was the first time in NBA history somebody had uh, a, a 40-15-10 where they scored above 43 points. And he did it on 16 of 23 shooting. Like, Mm-hmm. He did it on fucking 70%. Like, you can't comprehend somebody being able to, to do that. Like, an all like that is his signature game. And look, if this, I don't think this hurts his legacy. I, I think, you know, he they, they lost barely to a team that should have run them over after their players got hurt. And if you'd swapped, look, there's like four coaches I can think of off the top of my head. If you swap Bud with, Milwaukee wins that in six. And, yeah. uh, and one yeah. of them is available. Yo, peep game, peep game. Um, I agree with Batch. Uh, I don't think it hurts KD's reputation at all. I think if Giannis loses that game, he takes a bigger hit than KD does. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Like I said, uh, KD's got what two of those? Um, he's got the hardware. You know what I'm saying? So, and KD's not named LeBron James. If you're not named LeBron James, no, you're like to be honest. Your career doesn't take any hit from losing. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like you're just you're just like doesn't you're like take that honestly, much of a hit. Yo, least. nah, not at all. It's like it's like all might to endeavor. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. like it's like legit. Like the power scale, the, the the power scaling is just too off. Like the difference is vast. I don't know. Apple, like it, it's just I don't know. Like I mean, at the same time, KD, like you said. 
KD's like top 15. I say KD would be top five by the end of his career. Definitely. I don't see. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to look at KD's shooting percentage and you got to look at player efficiency rating. You got to look at, like, when you look at, like, basketball breakdown stats altogether, there's probably no better player to add to a team than Kevin Durant. He's literally, like, the ultimate weapon. They, like, he's, he, mm-hmm. adds, he adds defense, offense on every facet. Like, he can give you rebounds offensively, defensively. He can give you three-point shooting, two-point shooting, one-point shooting. Like, you will you, line that shit. Like, let's talk about it. Kevin Durant. Like how many points? Like, think about this. If you're If you're taking the last shot and it's Katie, there's, what, four players in the league maybe you trust to stop him? Yeah. So put Kevin Durant and LeBron James's like, switch them, literally. Literally. And we literally have someone who actually might, you know, take Jordan on. You know what I'm saying? Like literally switch their whole like switch their whole careers. Put KD with four rings. You know what I'm saying? With with the coming out of high school. Like I'm telling you, like Katie's not, like it's just it's one A and one B, but one B will never be will never be as, as under the spotlight as 1A is. And 1A is obviously LeBron right now. So if your name isn't LeBron, you don't take no hits from losing right now, to be honest. No, those guys who took hits from this. I... Nobody was talking about Steph Curry, and Steph Curry got more rings than KD. And uh, KD, Steph Curry's going to be top five. And we're not talking about if Steph Curry took a hit for not being in the playoffs. Well, this team was dog shit this year, and they didn't have Clay, so they built an yeah, excuse. Steph Curry is balling. But, we're, but we still not talk about him. We were, but if but when LeBron has a dog shit team, we talk about him though. Yeah, you feel it? Yeah, it's a different <laughs> type of player. Like you build different types of teams around them. It's not. Yeah, it's not a comparison. LeBron James, you don't take a hit from losing right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about the expectations at the end of the day, and. Like I said, KD enhances legacy one way or the other, even if it's just about respect, given it is all. And I'm sure he will not take it for granted. How so, many? Well, I'm sorry. Last last thought, what you were saying? Nah, fuck it. You sure? No. I'm just not sure about that LeBron and Curry uh, comparison right there. But how I mean, many rings? He made, a how good, many, made a good point. How many? Steph Curry, comparison. So when Steph Curry came in the league, how many, how many times did they compare him to like to, to, to Jordan? I'm just never. It's a different type of never. Well he wasn't expecting That's what I'm saying. Exactly So that, if you're not That might add you're to not the, In that conversation uh, with Jordan If they're not talking about Seeing you at the table With Kareem Like then you not losing No hits on your career Period Like so KD takes no losses If anything This bolstered his career Because it showed that Yes He can carry a team Almost like LeBron He just scored a for triple one night, night. For one night he can't carry anyway. a team like LeBron. Yeah, we've never seen it. We I haven't never seen thought I never thought I'd see the day when I was actually defending LeBron on <laughs> public media content. But I mean, Fact. seriously, like just because Fact. he carries him for one game doesn't mean that he's LeBron. Yeah, he should different. You build different type of teams. He should have did that game seven. He should have did that. He should have. He should have balled out one game six. Yeah, should have did that game seven. He should have. He could have. He should have. Hey, but he didn't. Like, but he didn't exactly. He threw the towel in on that one. Like, <laughs> I'll it sorry, is I'm what sorry, it man. is. At some point, <laughs> you're good. Well, let's talk about the team that made it. The Bucks did. And by the way, Bach, you were right. By actually, it is tomorrow, Wednesday, June 23rd, is when is Game One. The Milwaukee Bucks versus the Atlanta Hawks. How about this? Let's say the finals. Who's going to the finals out of this team? We'll start off with that broad question. The Hawks. The Hawks. The, the Hawks. 
is this. Now, do we say the Hawks, the Cinderella story, starting the season 10 and 18, Nate McMillan joins, and they knock out the Knicks in that hostile environment. They knock out the Sixers in the hostile environment. Are they on the ultimate Cinderella story when you have your Capellas and your, um, obviously, Trey, John Collins, Bogdanovich, Daniel Garlinari, all that? Are we witnessing one of the greatest runs ever? To, could, we, could we see the Atlanta Hawks win the East? Oh, Who wants to start quick. with it? We'll start with bars. What's up? Please, please. Real quick, uh, off topic, um, Utah should pick up Gallinari. I always, like I said, I've been saying this, like, it's Utah. Utah's going to the finals, man. Just leave it alone. No one's out shooting Trey. Um, They've got got decent pieces that may not drop 25 a night, but play enough for for Trey to to win the game, win them the game. Uh, Pella is... Surprising as a big man does enough, uh, dude. Like, I don't know Atlanta. That's all I got. Atlanta. Do they do they beat do they beat Phoenix? No, but Atlanta. Atlanta. What do you have to say, Bach? About uh, you say no, it's, that it's going to be Milwaukee. Like, okay, you look, say Milwaukee. The the, the in order to get to where we are, where we're talking about Atlanta, they had to have one epic comeback and one epic collapse against a team that was fatally flawed. This Bucks team is the most complete team that they've playing against. And it's the only team without a super with, with a superstar. And then while his flaws are obvious, he actually has a supporting cast that fits in better. Look, the Knicks overachieved all season. I said this multiple times to every Nick fan I spoke to Julius Randall overachieved every single time. The Sixers, have really no they had nothing outside of Embiid. The Bucks are a different animal. There's they they don't have the wings in this series to block the the Bucks. You're gonna hope what you're not gonna you're gonna put Capella on Giannis. Yo, I disagree. He's gonna just run right through him. Yeah, um, I disagree. They're gonna hunt Trey Young yeah. in every single pick and roll. They're, that's exact and Drew How they, they have four different guys who can post up. I mean, other than Bryn Forbes, I don't think there's a player on Milwaukee's b- roster who can't post up Trey Young. They're, they're yeah. going to, and they're going to envelop him. And yeah. uh, they, you're not going to get, look, Kevin Herter went off because he hunted Steph Curry. Seth Curry, there's nobody on Milwaukee's roster. Like, they're not going to be playing Bryn Forbes at crunch time. He's not going to get the same shots. And they they have a better shaped roster than Philly did. And I, yeah. I think, look, they're, they're hyped up. Um, I think they're going to the finals. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they're going. Yo, dude, I disagree. I, I'm sorry. I like. I can't. I have to disagree. Like, like, basically, like. All right, let's look at. Let's look at Philadelphia. Let's look at Bucks. Right. Um, the two stars, Giannis and Bede. Who's outside of that? Right. You got Chris Middleton next. Right. And it was supposed to be Ben Simmons, but let's slide Tobias Harris up. Let's let's give him a promotion. Right. And now, who you got after that? Holiday. Drew Holiday, Holiday and, and Seth Curry. Seth Curry, right? <laughs> after that, I mean, Milwaukee's still a better team than Philly. I doubt. I doubt it. I feel like they're pretty much even, and that's what. No, that's no what, way. What? Uh, bars. No way. The, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a far more balanced team. I think they're ready to go to the finals. I just think that 
they they got exposed a little bit last round. They had some scares and stuff through the seven games with with um with Brooklyn. But I just think that Listen. they've they've learned enough from that experience. And I think that like look, I I actually I have. I have Milwaukee going to the finals, but I would be remiss to not say that I'm not nervous about these matchups because I think if you get Trey and Capella in a pick and roll, I, they're really thin up front with with uh, Brooke Lopez. After Brooke Lopez, they don't have any bigs. Anyhow, anyhow, the Bucks take the first two games, I'll be remiss to say I wouldn't be worried. I'll tell you that right now. You know what I'm saying? But I'll say this. Anybody on Milwaukee, anybody on uh, on, on Atlanta can shoot the nights out. They got, they got, but they, they've, they've had cold nights, though. They've had cold yeah, nights. Yeah, Trey was just You're cold. Right. Like, can't Kevin live and die by the three. You're right. You live. Yes, that's correct. Live Trey got to be getting three. tired right but, now. But, but at yeah. any point, Bogdanovich can take it to the paint. Gallinari can take it to the paint. Um, uh, so can Giannis and Chris Middleton. Yeah. yeah you a better right. clip, too. And they well, have the they have the size advantage. They're always like Milwaukee is always going to have a size advantage because Trey is the same is shorter sure. than I am. Yo, um, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> and, and nobody and that's going to make a huge difference because yeah. in in the in in a crunch time position they're gonna they're gonna bring his man into every single pick and roll with Chris Middleton every single one. And I they're going to drag Capella away with with uh with uh Brooke Lopez. I like, think look, they're gonna I think they're gonna pass the ball around enough. They're gonna all right. Does anyone remember what Miami did? Last year, the way they passed that ball around until they got that shit, so they got that. So they don't, they, they didn't, they only took shots when it was like, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they need. Yeah, to but do. it was a different Bucks team. Their, their defense is better now. Drew Yo, makes listen, a massive difference. All teams better. Listen, you're right. Drew does make a difference. Let's see how it and goes. And they have PJ now. I don't know who yeah, he's going to be tackling, but you know, that's a fact. That's a fact. But let's <laughs> see. Let's see if he becomes it. Let's see if he becomes a liability. And they'll switch him for back on yeah. Or, or, look, this is something I also don't understand. You telling me Thanasis couldn't get more burn? Like, is he that bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's legitimately yes. long. At the very least, he can you can play give you like five minutes of defense, and he can chuck up the same fucking threes that no. uh, yeah. that the Pat Connington did. It, it's the same reason why Giannis' uh, little um little brother in the Lakers don't get no PT. <laughs> that one I think is bad. <laughs> <laughs> But so, no, the key the key for me for the series is can Drew little. Holiday be aggressive going to the basket? Like that's what it comes down to. Because yeah, if he said in my opinion, in my opinion, as soon as Kyrie went down with that injury, the only thing that was waiting to unlock Milwaukee from taking that series over was him going to the basket. He was taking threes that he had no business taking. No, he's yeah, not, who does Trey guard? Who does Trey guard on defense? He's not that Drew Holiday anymore. Well, he showed it last series. He went started, as soon as he started going to the basket, he was fine. Yeah, yeah. he's still strong as shit. Like he's still gonna body. He averaged um, fifteen of, five and six for the series. I mean, that's pretty gonna, nice. If yo, he's gonna bully Trey. He's gonna bully Trey, and that's, that's gonna a be a problem. He can't gonna get, give Trey any room too, because he will just get that field goal in. in his, no, I I see game seven. Look, Trey is a matchup that I think they can even hide Bryn Forbes on. Like they can bring Bryn Forbes on and not worry about being stuck in the pick and roll. Like that's that's a problem. Like who does Trey guard? Guard anybody? They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to zone it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I but I will I will give credit to Atlanta too. I think that um, they have the they have the uh, the favorable coaching matchup too. Because if it gets yeah. situational and they have to make switches between games, I think Nate McMillan. I'd have faith in. And they do. They their bench is a little bit deeper. The way they will have bringing Gallo and and Lou Will. I mean them yeah. not look. And let's be clear. This Atlanta team is is going to be 
up there for the next couple of years because they're they're all super young. They're all young. I, I mean, they they're they're two best like wing guys. I I just heard like DeAndre Hunter had a good year before he got hurt. Cam Reddish yeah. is something. Yeah. Where is Cam yeah. Reddish? Like, He's hurt. Carmen Sandiego. Hurt. Where's Waldo? All these like like Sly Cooper. I need to fight this thing from because like. He's John okay, they, right now. I think they, if Bogey was healthy too, they'd be a little more aggressive. Oh yeah, isn't uh, um, what's his face hurt? Bogey's day uh, day right now. Yeah, yeah. Day so day I mean day. that's and look, yeah, he's got Gallo can hit threes, but the dude is fat. Yeah, he needs to, <laughs> dude he is needs big to, ass. He can't he can't move all that much. Um, <laughs> he needs to take a page out of uh, uh, Jokic's book and drop a couple pounds. Like, <laughs> this is look, this is a good Hawks team. That that has got a lot of like experience under its belt, but I I don't think they match up well against this Milwaukee team. I mean, no, they, I they, they could not have had a, like an easier, huh? They they could not have had an easier uh, look. They had the easiest first round matchup they could have hoped for. Um, they, you know, they they were against a team that had some truly fatal flaws and that they matched up kind of well against, other than Embiid. And then this Bucks team is different. Um, and you know, I, I'm sure people are going to overreact if at some point, maybe Atlanta wins game one, but they're, I, I don't, I think they're just, I think Milwaukee is like, they're pumped now because they can see it. This is, they like, at some level, they have to know that there's not going to be a better shot at them winning this title. Yeah. 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 And and I think up. you're going to see a sense of urgency for them. <laughs> And I think that, it, you know, if you're not – because if you're not going to get 27-7-3 from Herter again or you're not going to get 19-11 from John Collins in game four, then what are we really talking about here? If you don't have a second guy, how are you going to threaten Milwaukee? It's not possible. And, and what are they going to do if they put Giannis on Trey? Does Trey come up to his fucking kneecaps? <laughs> we'll see how Man, flexible he can go. Put the ball through his legs and take it to the paint. And it's gonna be like that Sports Illustrated cover with Aaron Boykin next He's to Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> we wish it was that. Trey been putting the ball through people's legs since he started the league, bro. So Trey's handle is really loose, man. Yeah, I think I think Trey's gonna have double digit turnovers in the first game. I don't think so. Let's get it popping. Let's go. So to to wrap this up with the Easter Conference, I'm gonna ask. Tell me where the matchup's gonna lie. Like I say. That the Bucks are actually going to win in six. What do you say, Bach? I think six sounds about right. I wouldn't be surprised if it's five. I think I think five is probably more likely. Bucks is six. What about you, Dolo? Um, I would say I, I was going to say Bucks in seven, but it really depends. Like you know, like if the Bucks are really, if they're really here to play, it might be five. It might be Bucks in five, but. It's a hell of a, it's a hell of a series. I'm looking forward to it, but I think Bucks and I'd say Bucks and seven. Hear that? What do you say, Bars? Hawks and seven. Hawks, Hawks and seven. And you think it's going deep because because <laughs> I think it's going deep because of the matchup issues. You guys are right about what you said. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're bigger. Uh, but I don't believe that they're better. And I do believe that those aberration games that we're talking about can happen. Like Kevin Herbert snap for like 30 points. Like DeAndre Hunter could just lock somebody up. Like Chris Middleton can't move. He's not playing? 
DeAndre Hunter's been out the whole play. Pretty, pretty Sorry, the whole DeAndre's been out. And so is Gallinari. Gallinari go snap like you know, lockdown Chris Middleton. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, like, like if it happens, like I don't know. Like, like what it is is both teams are tough. Um, fairly young, so it's gonna be a great matchup. Um, Giannis is an aberration. So it's trying to eat. So Giannis is going to eat. Giannis is so not an aberration. Right. He's a two-time MVP. <laughs> but he is an aberration. We ain't never seen something like that again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but aberration means like it's just like a flash in the pan. He'll be here. Oh, is that what that means? I always mm-hmm. thought that was like high word. So it's all good. It's all anomaly. good. It's all good. He's an anomaly, right? But I don't feel like he he's like he's. I don't think he's got like. I don't think he's going to make the push to do it. Like, you know, Giannis is going to be one of those players that got the fucking medals and the glitz and glamour, but don't got the highlights. Like, he got the highlights, but he don't got the trophies. Like, when it really matters. Like, he mm-hmm. got some trophies, but he don't got the real ones. And I don't feel like he's going to do it this year. I just feel... Yeah, I, honestly, to be honest... I think he has a better supporting cast. If you're asking uh, me, he needs a better supporting cast. That's it. He's one piece away from winning the championship. He ain't got it yet. He's and, ready. He's ready. I got I got Milwaukee in six. All right. And do you have anything else to add on for that as a rebuttal to the uh, bars with the different take Alex or um, any of you three? I just think that if Drew Holiday uh, stays aggressive, I think he's the X factor in taking them over the top. I think Giannis is ready. I think that they don't have an answer for him in the paint. Solid, solid points all right there. So now let's focus on the Western Conference Finals. At this moment, the Phoenix Suns are leading the Los Angeles Clippers one game to none. They play game two tonight at the time of this release of this episode. Now, a lot of people excited about the Suns. The Clippers also making a deep run with their major injuries, losing their ultimate factor in Kawhi Leonard. But... Are they making a fight and trying to win the West despite that? Where do we see this series going? Who thinks, who thinks, um, who wants to say where things are going to go regarding the Clippers and the Suns? CP3 is also expected to come back in game two and going out of COVID protocol. Keep that in mind as well. Is Devin Booker going to go off and show why that he stole Kendall Jenner away from Ben Simmons? Another L for him. What's going to happen in this matchup? By the way, Kylie Jenner, I mean. You know, I get those two confused. Same snowflake. <laughs> Literally, right? Yeah. Where do, um, where do we see this series going? Who wants to start? Um, Suns in five. You say, you say uh, Suns in five, Box? Suns Why is that? Uh, I don't think Kawhi's not coming back. We're going to find out after game two he's got like an ACL tear. Or something, because yeah. that's what they were talking about originally. They think it's an ACL injury. Um, that's really bad. That's football injuries. And look, the, get you the, the game one where they, they blitz Booker and he still dropped 40 on them without CP3 is, is going to be a problem. I mean, yeah, uh, Ty Lue has done a good job of you know knowing who he can, he can go to. But this Suns team is more complete. Um, they, they're just, you know, they're better rounded. Um, with, I, I don't trust the, the Clippers without... Uh, Kawhi. Like, I think way off P is going to come back. Way off P is going to make a return. <laughs> I think he's tired. And uh, like, who's their second best player? From being way off Reggie P. Jackson. What? That's the why. Best best Listen, deep game. Deep game. 
Um, nah, I believe I, 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 I agree with Batch. They're not doing it without Kawhi. I don't trust them without Kawhi. Um, Paul George isn't strong enough anymore. Uh, too many injuries in his past. Um, rotator cuffs, broken legs. Um, Reggie Jackson is a good offensive player, but I feel like they can shut that shit down. You know what I'm saying? And if he, unless he's about to live and die by the three, I don't think, like, you know, they're going to be, like, you know, Pat Beverly, eh, okay. Uh, what, what do they got after that? Zubox? No. So, <laughs> so, so, so big game. Uh, what happened? What happened to Blocker? Okay. Blocker. So, yeah. What about Boogie <laughs> so, yeah, Cousins? <laughs> that didn't help much. So, <laughs> I mean, look, this is this is the first team that the Clippers have played where they can't downsize to match them, where they can downsize. Like, uh, um, the Mavericks had no answer when they downsized. The Jazz had no answer when they downsized. If if uh, the the Suns, first off, the Suns can actually throw it to DeAndre and he's going to actually score yeah. um, if they need him to. And if yeah. they need to downsize, they can do that. They have the wings to slide somebody down a position. Yeah. It's it. So this is not a team that's going to be phased by the different shape shifting that the Clippers can do. And, I, and you know, they actually have a wing who can kind of match up even if Kawhi came back. So, I, I got two. I got. I was two, I got go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so yeah, just wrapping up. If I was a betting man, I'd go for Suns and five. Like you know, what I'm saying, yeah. but. To be honest, I see. I, I say get the fucking room out. Mm. So I got I got Suns and six, but I got two keys to how the Clippers are going to stay in this. If Phoenix starts turning the ball over and starts playing this transition game, they're going to be jacking up threes. They're going to stay in this because we saw that yesterday when we thought that Phoenix had the lead to close the game out. They just let them right back in. So Phoenix definitely has to take care of the ball. Um, and if Clippers can run in transition, you know, they're going to, they're going to make them work. So I think that they need to, um, Phoenix needs to keep it clean. And it depends on if, um, who's going to be the second guy out of, out of the, uh, the second unit for, for, uh, Phoenix to really take the next step, because I don't know if Cameron Payne's that guy. I mean, he was seven, two and two last round. It's like, okay. And yeah, but how is he good when he actually needed to step up? And also like for the, the right. transition stuff, if CP3 comes back, they're not going to be running out in the same type of transition. Like, it's, it's a different type of game. Manager. But my point my point being is that the Clippers, their strength is their second unit. That's what I meant. Yeah, their second unit. So they can outscore unit. Phoenix's second unit to keep them in the series, but I still think Phoenix will prevail in six. Yeah, I say four. Yeah, let's do it. All right, what do you have to say, Dolo, with this? And where do you see the uh, going down, the uh, breakdown in the series? Well, I would have said Suns and yeah, yeah, I really just think way off P is going to make a return in incredible mm-hmm. fashion. Um, I really do see the Suns getting it, getting it done. Um, I wouldn't say game seven and I, I wouldn't say sweep, but yeah, I'd say game five or six. I, I think six sounds more, more along the lines of what Alex was saying. I think that sounds more reasonable. Um, I just think that, you know, like, like without Kawhi, is he, we're gonna see. We're really gonna see was was gonna happen. And um, hope I, I I'm actually really personally rooting for Chris Paul. Um, hopefully yeah. he comes back in and yeah, like um, yeah, with Chris Paul in there, he's gonna make the impact. That's that's gonna is gonna make all the difference. And it, you know, Kawhi yeah. makes the impact on his team in particular. But, but he I, I think Chris Paul got the mind. I, he he brings the mind to the game and. 
I think they're going to get it done. Think he's going to be hyper motivated to be the Clippers? Uh, <laughs> hey, yo, oh, this, don't forget. They were so we were so close to Chris Paul beating the Clippers to play Blake Griffin in the finals. <laughs> to be honest, um, yeah. he, he got COVID, right? But it was vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. they expect him to come back for games. They, they just made him go through protocol. He didn't get COVID. Oh, true, get true. COVID. To be fair, it wasn't a breakthrough. Like I don't know what the 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 story was. Yeah, me either. I just they, they just said because he's vaccinated, so it would have been a breakthrough infection. In which case, it would have been uh, a mild infection at worst, because that's what the the right. vaccine does. Right. Yeah, so, so he wouldn't be he wouldn't be too drained or nothing like that. Yeah. So, I, but I feel like there would be some still effect if that was the case. Um, but if he's not affected, if he's if he's if he's unaffected, then I really see like and he comes back in game two. How could you not see the sweep, man? Like I don't know. Like Chris Paul's thirstier than Reggie and and Pat Bev and playoff Pete. Like, <laughs> like think, he needs a, like he needs a new name. Like it should be like like I can't shoot anymore, Pete. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> Just that that the the turnover game concerns me though for Phoenix. If these guys aren't playing in the half court set, I think if the Clippers can get out and run and shoot threes at a high clip, I think they're going to stay right in this. That's why I see it going six. If Ty Lue can find a way to properly shut down their offense, then yeah. Because here's, the, because here's the thing. Even if you're reasoning for Atlanta going, getting over the hump and beating uh, Milwaukee is because it's all left up to mystery in terms of the game plan. You don't know who the second guy is. Then why can't you make the same argument for the Clippers? Because we don't know who the second guy is. So it's hard to scheme for them. It ain't going to be Terrence Mann's aberration. <laughs> I think it's less that it's hard to scheme for them. It's more that they don't have somebody you can trust. And I think, and look, similar to Atlanta, the Clippers are facing a team that's better suited and more complete than they've been. Like, well, at this point, Milwaukee and Phoenix are the two most complete teams in the playoffs. Though. They so And these teams haven't faced somebody like that. Uh, and Atlanta has a better shot than, than the Clippers do because they're not down their best player. Yeah. One word, attrition. Well, that's what Phoenix hasn't faced in <laughs> That really is the theme of this entire Lot of proud, bars. <laughs> <laughs> Always fun with that. So the last thing to wrap this up for this episode today that we haven't said already, but just tell me, combine where you see who's winning the West and who's winning the East of who's remaining here. I believe, you know, I did say the Suns winning the West in the first podcast here, even though I said the Knicks won in the East, and now I look stupid, but that's just the Knicks fandom in me. So um, I do think the Suns are getting it, and I think the Bucks, and I think those are some compelling matchups with the Stars and two teams, two franchises starring for a championship. And I think even with their not as big markets as others, I think it would be a good series to unfold and watch. Dolo, what do you think? Who's winning of these four teams? Who's winning the East and who's winning the West? Well, I think uh, I definitely see a Bucks and Suns. Uh, I definitely see. I definitely see that going down. The Bucks and Suns, man. Um, uh, as far as are we doing finals predictions or just? Yeah, tell me where you think. You could also tell me if you want where the breakdown is going to be. I mean, shoot. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, like I said, respectively, I, I definitely think it's going to be a Bucks and Suns finals. Um, um, and when, if it comes to that, I, I see, I see, 
I see I see the Suns taking it. I really see the Suns taking it if it comes out to that. But um I mean when it's coming out of my mouth, it just sounds kind of wild. Um that that's like the situation that we're looking forward to. But um like I said, man, like uh I mean I just see I, I like I said, Chris Paul is the mind, he brings a mind to the game. I'm not sure at the if the Bucks can really can really handle what what they've been doing all all year, really. Devin Booker, they're already comparing him to Kobe, um, but I feel like they've been comparing him to Kobe for a little while. But uh, yeah, those those comparisons are coming out more. Um, I, I just think it's I think it's I think it's Booker's time, man. I think it's just I think the Suns got it. I think they're gonna take it this year. All right, where do you see this going, Bach? Uh, Suns Bucks, and look, I'm torn because. I do want CP3 to win a ring, but I I don't I don't know if this maybe it's because Devin Booker's so tan that it throws me off about him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I I don't know I think it's I don't have an answer who's going to win the finals, but I think it's going to seven. Yeah, I think so too. I'll leave it at that, and we'll see if it comes for we'll see where it comes when we talk about obviously right after the fourth before when the tip finals tip off on July eighth, but um. Where do you see bars? Where do we see this all unfolding? I see this all unfolding. Like I said, um, I'm gonna hold down my, my prediction. Um, Hawk Suns. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, I had Suns and fucking six. Okay. But, um, uh, Trey's been surprising me lately. That'd be something else if he could get that team in the way. If he gets that done, that's incredible. At 22 but, years old, man. But I'm going to rock out with Suns and, Suns and Six. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think, like, I mean, Trey, like, Trey Young is small. Chris Paul is taller than Trey, but he's also, you know, a pretty small guard um, or a decent-sized guard. Uh, he, he also likes to shoot crazy threes. Um, not as like he won't take like as many shots as as Trey obviously, but he's obviously surrounded with Devin Booker. Like you know, Trey doesn't really have a solid go to guy after that. Um, Chris Paul's also pretty much good for the pick and roll. It's a it's a it'd be, it'd, it'd be a pretty evenly matched team, even if it went Suns Bucks. I'd have to go like like Suns and six. You know what I'm saying? I think they just – I think they have the size to stop uh, to stop Giannis. But yep. I'm sticking with my, my prediction with um, Hawks and Suns, Suns and Suns and Six. I hear you. Wrap this up for us, Alex. Where do you see this going? Suns, Bucks, and I got Suns and Six. But um, I want to ask you guys real quick. Just entertain me for two seconds. Did you guys know that Atlanta back? If you go back to the Luca draft, they could have had him and Trey Young in the same draft. They could have had them both, but how? I know they, they had two picks in the first round, and they were both available. And I know they traded. They yeah. traded Luca for Trey, but how could they have got Trey? Like, no, they could have sat and got Luca later in the round. So they should have got Trey. They should have got Trey and then waited so for Luca. They drafted Luca. Originally, they drafted Luca. They drafted okay. Luca first. Sorry. But they could have sat and got Luca, is what I'm saying. But Luca, but Trey went. I don't think they could have gotten. Uh, I don't know. I don't look. The, I don't think Luca or Trey, had they been there, would have made it past Orlando. 
Yo, I think Luca. I think Luca got backed up too. Like I don't think. Hey, That's the one thing these European players that are hard to. Uh, yo, for real, hard to evaluate. They, they took they they, they took Bamba because there was no him. other options. They sought him for a reason. They literally sought him for a reason. Mo Bamba has yeah, a great song so, named after him. <laughs> but I got, but I got, yeah. So we got off track. Go oh, bad. That's my fault. But I got, yeah, I got Phoenix and six. Uh, Phoenix, Milwaukee in the finals. All right. I think that would be a lot of fun with that. But my great friends, thank you so much for breaking this down with me. Do we have any final thoughts before we sign off for good? Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to check out Fresh Faces New Ideas. Where can we find that, Bach? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Fresh Faces New Ideas. I stream uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time. I do politics every day of the week. And then on the weekends, I do games. We were playing uh, Celasta, King of Magistrate this weekend. And then uh, you can find me Fresh Faces New Ideas on YouTube and at Twitter at Faces Ideas. All right. How about you, Alex? How's Going Places Artist Collective? Where can we see what you're up to? Doing, doing good. We're doing good. Check us out on Instagram. We got new artist spotlights every week, and we got new opportunities and events coming up every month. Excellent. And Dolorene and Bars, how are we looking with the Word for Word podcast? And where can we find your archive material? We still on a, we still on a hiatus right now, but you can find us on Word for Word podcast channel on YouTube. You can find some of our hilarious content produced by Dolo on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. At um, uh, what is it? Uh, at Duff for Dub. So let's get it popping. All right. And Dola, where can we find your Dola Reacts video? And uh, where you're gonna? What What do you have up cooking up for us? Well, same as usual. Um, same as always. Got um, I got a channel on YouTube called Dolo Reacts, where I just um react to really a lot of social media stuff um react to new music um right now the channel's a little dormant but we're coming back we're gonna make a resurgence um th- I definitely want to start doing gameplay um but yeah we got some things cooking up another podcast cooking up um a lot more collabs from me and bars in the future um yeah and a lot of potential collabs for for the productive conversations podcast as well um, all right well yeah, we're looking for well, we're looking forward to that. That's David Bog, Alex Renelio, Dolores and Bars the God. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you when the finals tip off in the Let's first go, week boys. of July. Enjoy. Yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to add that coming out real soon. Uh stay tuned. Faded and Captain Planet dropping real soon. Next month. Get ready for that. Peace. Oh yeah. All right. We're looking oh, yeah. forward to that. All right. See you later, Bach. Dolo. All right, guys. Bars, I lost it at the end, but Good talking to you. <laughs> no worries. Good chat. All right. Yeah. We'll see you in the chat, and we'll talk to you each other right before the final start. See ya. Easy, friends. Easy. I got to be safe. Oh, great shows make me happy, and that was another case of a great show taking place, and that makes me, you know, happy. So, Alex, Dolo, Bars, Bach, Thank you to the four of you for another great episode of this show covering the 2021 NBA postseason. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasted platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check us out 
on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com to check out all exclusive content regarding this show. We're back here on Thursday. My great friend Ryan Page, the newly engaged Ryan Page, is returning to the show. And Ryan is going to be on a more regular basis from now on. That's because the tweet cap is returning. And we are going to be incorporating the tweet cap with Ryan's frequent and recurring appearance on the show. He'll come on every two to three weeks to talk about, you know, current events, life, and break down the crazy things in this world that makes us think. And we'll also get into about his big moment and asking his longtime girlfriend, now fiance, Melissa, in his hand in marriage. So we're going to have a beautiful story there. So check it out on Thursday on all podcasted platforms and YouTube, as well as the return of the tweet cap. And with all of that, I can't thank my guests enough, Dolo, Alex, Bars, and Bach. I can't thank you enough, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for making this show possible. I couldn't do it without you. I love each and every one of you. And with all of that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I hope you enjoy the middle part of your week. We'll check back in on Thursday with another epic show. All right, everybody. Love you all. Peace.